it's May, it's May, the lusty month of May, and we're back. We are. <laughs> we're Did as... we ever leave? No, we never left. We were just shrink-wrapped, ah. and they dusted us off. We have been out deadheading roses, planting tulips upside down, mm -hmm. and otherwise celebrating the fact that Pluto is retro going retrograde in Aquarius. And if you're listening to this, you know who we are. We are the Don, mystical producer who comes to us from the real world. Mm -hmm. He has a passport. Gary, who reads books from cover to cover and thinks Kindle is what one does to a bonfire. <laughs> Blaze, who'd like her own adoring fan page. There we go. And us. Us, me, I'm Sandy from Gemological <laughs> Esoterica. And I'm Linda Strochane from the Mercury Academy, otherwise answering to two, two dozy broads. For some reason, we cannot figure out, you seem to enjoy the broadcasts, wherein we tell embarrassing and or revealing stories from the days of our gaudy youths. So we're slipping even further into our anecdotage this time and telling a few more tales from our personal crypts. Oh, yeah? Sandy, why don't you start <laughs> us on this slide down into chicanery, infamy, reminiscence, and general, we dare you to find a point in the tales this time. <laughs> well, the first one I want to talk about, uh, Ouija boards come up among certain of our customers oh, and yeah. also among certain family members and different things like that. And my experience with a Ouija board was my mother had one for many, many years when she was growing up. Oh, wow. And I never saw the original. Um, I think my dad was pretty well ticked off about, you couldn't, anyway. <laughs> the paranormal wasn't his deal. And, um, and he married into that family. Yes, he did. And that was about as paranormal as you could get. <laughs> so anyway, what happened is I was probably seven or eight years old. And we had a Snyder's drugstore in Sunray, right up oh, by our yeah. house. And my mother and I would walk up there, and we would always make it down the line of stores. There was Kresge's, and mm -hmm. anyway, we'd oh, do that. Man. We went into Snyder's, and in the game section, they had a Ouija board, a modern, like oh, yeah. a 1960s-style oh, yeah. Ouija right. board with a box, mm -hmm. for like 99 cents. Uh -huh. And my mother had to have it. She was all excited about it. Yeah. I have to... We, Ouija board, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at it like, what the? <laughs> You're seven or eight years old. I, you have no idea. I have no clue. And so anyway, what ended up happening is we brought it home and you had to put the little planchette, pin, yeah. pin, but you had to put the pin in the planchette. And right, you had to do yeah. this and you had to do that. And of course, there was no cleaning and sealing. And she's like, now we get to talk to the dad. <laughs> I, I am so tempted to, to use profanity, but I'm not going to because it was like, what? What the schnaw? <laughs> yeah, it was. And the thing is, so she goes and she's oh, sitting on yeah. here and we're sitting at the kitchen table with it on the corner and mm -hmm. my hands, you know, and I'm seven or eight years old and she's and she's blah, blah, blah. And, All right. Now we're going to do this now. Don't put you know, get the whole instructions. Don't put your hands down too hard. This and that. And the other. she knew exactly. I had one of these when I was growing up. They were so much fun. And I'm like, I still don't know what the hell's going on. No. I don't know. <laughs> Until, and, until I see dead people. Yeah, and all of a sudden, 
this thing's shooting all over and <laughs> signing and and I couldn't even keep up with what how many letters were being through the planchette. Oh, there's another yeah, yeah, yeah. and and this is what we used to do for fun when my dad wasn't around. Let's steal in demonic possession when dad's and, at work. <laughs> so that was the first story I wanted to tell. That's mid-century modern. Isn't that, it? that is. We should go into this one next if we're doing Lorraine stories. Oh God! Uh, my mom. My mom. She was the era of radio. Ah, uh, yes, she was. Yes, she was born in the the early twenties. And not the not the two thousand twenties, and they did have a radio. They were very poor, but everybody had a radio. Mm-hmm. And she used to listen to a radio show called Lights Out. Yes. And she would tell me, usually after the Ouija board, <laughs> about her favorite Lights Out episodes. Okay. But you've got to take this over because I don't. <laughs> I've never heard a Lights Out episode. Lights Out was a radio show, especially especially popular in the 40s. And the tagline was the the scary voice that lights out everybody. And while while, uh, all of the little Nelsons are listening over there, uh, Grandma Ellen and little Billy were sitting over in Highland Park with with the Lights Out. And Grandpa's upstairs saying, Ellen, when are you coming to bed? Later, later, it's lights out. And they'd listen to it too. It told scary stories mm. of phenomena and uh, evildoers brought to strange uh. reckonings. And it was a generally creepy show. I mean, maybe this explains more of you than, <laughs> except you didn't get a movie made about you and a and a book and crawling on the ceiling and your no. head spinning around and all that. But yeah, it was a uh, it was a radio show of the of the forties, and it's a lot of fun still to listen to their great episodes. The only one I remember telling me about was about somebody who got buried alive. That they was... do that a lot in that. In that oh, one, okay. they're very careless with death. Aha, uh-huh, I see. Okay, but... Well, it's no fun if... And we buried Uncle Erno, and nothing happened after that. Right, yeah. Well, you know, and Uncle Erno just... was dead, yeah. Yeah, he was dead, as opposed to he's laying in there going, ah. <laughs> I'm down here with the upside-down tulips. Ah. That's right. Oh, no. <clears throat> So anyway, those those are a couple of the ones that I wanted. A couple, couple of the rain ones. And by the way, I do not have the Ouija board anymore. Uh, I don't remember what happened to it, but I do know that my father always disapproved. He always disapproved. But it never came to the house with us when we. It did not come to the house with us. So. I had a Ouija board when I was a kid and used it for a while, and then it was a really great <laughs> writing desk when I was in college. Gary's pointing over in the corner. You still have it. And I would put the type, I'd sit on my bed and I'd put the typewriter on the Ouija board Mm -hmm. and to not, so it wouldn't distract me, I turned it upside down. And that was my typing desk because I was And that's where you learned automatic type. (laughs) Yeah. Automatic writing and automatic typing via Ouija board. And that's, that's where, where my, uh, my infamous college career happened. There we go. Which explains a lot. My first story involves uh, two great nieces. Okay. And yes, they're great nieces, but they're also great nieces because they're my niece's kids, two of them. And both girls, both girls. We will call one L and one R. And they were they were over here a couple years ago and they were kind of bored. And I said, well, I have the official broom, which, of course, niece wants. Oh, down okay. the line. That okay. is considered the broom. Ah. And then I also had just like a regular old broom broom. Okay. And they each took a broom 
and they started running through the apartment. Their hair is flying. And the older one starts speaking in a dead language. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, that sounds a lot like really ancient Celtic ritual mm. language because it's Celtic and it isn't and it's mm -hmm. this and that and it's all put together in weird ways. And I wrote it down, and I still remember what it is. But mm. The memory's shot, but I still remember this. You remember to write it down. I wrote it down, and then and then the uh, we changed phones, and it disappeared. Uh, but okay. I still remember what it was. And they were both running through the house saying this. And I said to Gary later, you know, if they added a few more words and a little different energy they probably could start to elevate. Uh, my, my sister-in-law promises the, the, uh, the youngest one, the, the middle youngest one, the, uh, <clears throat> the R, that, she, uh, that she'll teach her how to fly a broomstick. And mm. the kid is still holding her to it. The kid came close that day to doing it on uh. her own. And that supports my theory that not with every kid, mm -hmm. but with most kids, if they have, if you just sit and let them do, mm -hmm. you're going to learn far more yes. than they will. And if they have any predilection toward things, mm -hmm. now they do it in a protected space. Right. This home of is ours is a very protected space. Yes, it yes. is. This is this is sanctuary of sanctuaries. Yes. So the kids were safe, but right. you make sure that they're in a in a sealed. Uh, aura space where mm -hmm. there is clean, cleanliness and all that sort of stuff, magical cleanliness, and you you let them you let them do do about their business and you teach them neat things, mm -hmm. and that is my story of speaking in. <clears throat> I'm I'm that's my my phone the text is going through to the computer i'm just turning the phone off now so i thought it was magic from that another it was world mad, that it, it was magic coming yes. to to communicate with us yeah and so that's my now what have you there? uh well i wanted to talk about this would have been the day after my ma died years ago and um it was cold it was the end of Feb or january it was very mm -hmm. cold mm -hmm. and the day after I decided to drive up to the family park. Yes. And by myself, didn't want anybody to go with me, just drove up mm -hmm. and uh, got out and got out of the car and walked to the main walkway. This is up in near, we'll just say near Amory, Wisconsin. And um, it wasn't winter anymore. <laughs> it was... Okay. It was... I stood there, and the old house was there again. Wow. And the barn was there again. Neat. And all the outbuildings were there again. Wow. And it was no longer winter. It was summer. And everybody from the family was there. All the ones who had passed. Right. So it was Aunt Uni Brow and the aunties and their brothers and your folks and mm -hmm. and even the child molester they were all there and they were all sitting there having this picnic type there, there was no food but they were all just sitting sitting there and they were all there and I got out and they one I think it was probably Ma that saw me first mm -hmm. and <clears throat> you know my dad was there everybody was there and all of a sudden they all looked at me 
and they were surprised that I saw them. Yeah. But how could you not see them? There was like a hundred people there, and the house, and Pedro the dog, <laughs> and everybody was My there. My God, Pedro is alive again. And I realized that that was where I realized that no matter what has happened in life, mm -hmm. everybody plays a part, right. whether it's the good guy or the bad guy yeah. or whatever the part <laughs> is. And everybody was sitting there, and Ma was the last of the siblings mm -hmm. to go. Right. And it was just so interesting. I didn't talk to any. There was no. There was no talking. There was. There was. It was acknowledgement that I was there and they were there. There right. was just acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wandered around a little bit, stayed away from up by where the house was. I really didn't want to. I, I had a weird feeling I didn't want to get into the, into the mix, let's put no, it that way. No, because finding your way out would have been like an episode of Lights Out. That's right. Yeah. Lights Out. Uh -huh. Everybody. Blast, blast, blast. Anyway. And where's Sandy? We don't know. We don't know. But anyway, that one was so incredible. But like I say, the lesson learned was that everybody has a, a part to play. And whether it was good or bad. And everybody... Well, and what a neat thing to have when you were emotionally on the ropes and so tired from everything that had come before. It's a, it's a, an amazing thing to have that kind of a gift where you, where you see you're, you're out of balance and you see the balance. Mm -hmm. And that's a, <clears throat> that's a wonderful thing. My next story is about she who was the park. Ah, our great, our great Aunt Vi. Yep. <clears throat> and we were all, I don't know that you, that you were there. This was after uh, great Aunt Dorothy died. Yeah, you were at the, you were at the, the funeral and, or the, at least the wake and the funeral. Yeah. And I wasn't there because I was working. You were working. Yes. And we'd gone back to the house. The house was, uh, this was the small house, not the big farmhouse right, they right. had, but the house they built later. And we were all there, including the uh, very uh, crusty and uh, judgmental part of the family mm. who were <clears throat> very much against anything that you couldn't see. Quantify. Touch. Yeah, taste, quantify. And I was... Uh, Aunt Unibrow, to her credit, mm. said in the, to all and all and sundry. Well, Linda does Linda does uh, horoscopes and she does tarot readings. Only she said she didn't say tarot. What's the wrong pronunciation? Tarot. Hey, yeah, tarot. She does, she does tarot. tarot, tarot right. read, she does she, tarot readings. She does tarot readings, and the one on the other side was acting as if you had just done. A, a reading with your Ouija board and <laughs> something showed up and something that smelled really bad and she looked at me and she said how can you do the devil's work and I looked at her and I was about to get in and Aunt Vi who was five foot on a good day and she weighed about eight ounces but she was all eyes oh yeah and she was very old at that point, but she was still great Aunt Vi. Oh, and yeah. she looked at she who had spoken in, in haste and stupidity, and she said, when I was in college, I made money doing horoscopes for the other kids. <clears throat> Didn't she say she put herself through school doing That's that? What she, I put myself, I'm sorry, my stroke was speaking. I put myself through school doing horoscopes. 
And this one looked at her and <clears throat> shrank like the incredible shrinking man <laughs> and wanted to disappear because she'd given this big speech on God and the devil and you were going to hell and all of this. And here was this very religious little woman who had, through her own ferocity, done many wonderful things in her oh, yeah. life. Oh, yeah. And was looking at this, this one with the, I always knew you were that dumb, mm -hmm. but I had no idea you were truly <laughs> that stupid and reckless. <clears throat> and there was this little twinkle in Aunt Vi's eye. And she enjoyed this because she didn't always get to give that sainted part of the family much comeuppance. This is true. This is very true. She generally yeah. was of the school of just leave them be and they'll go away. Kind of like when you're, you're dealing with blue bottles and, and just other, ignore and, it. <clears throat> just ignore it. And it will pass. Yep. But that, that, that was encouragement moving forward. And I, so I have to give Aunt Unibrow credit for yep. that because her opening her mouth and inserting my foot yes. opened up this whole world of communication and that's another thing to remember is that oh, yes. you can you can inadvertently say something and wish that you could crawl away but maybe you'll open a door and some older person or other person in the family will suddenly spill the beans will validate you <laughs> yes and there you, you are you were validated well i guess that that pretty much wraps up today no, we don't have to do anything else. We, we've, we. If you're interested, we have a lot of these. Oh, we, we and have, there's a little bit of a metaphysical cast to it, and a little bit of, of lesson. But there is. But there we is. have we have pretty much done our duty for this particular episode. Episode. Yes. And we we thank the Don for producing us, regardless of content. Yeah, she, he's actually giggling over in the he's, corner today. He's kind of enjoying he's this enjoying one. He's enjoying this one. Yeah, that's and, kind of funny. And uh, Gary for, for putting putting up with me. Who was me pointing on, to the Ouija board. Pointing it to the Ouija board. Pointing to the Ouija board. Putting up with me all these years. And, and, and to you, who is? And to I, who is Linda Strohshane of the Mercury Academy. Oh, and you and is. I is Sandy from Gemological Esoterica. And, and we, we are remain two dozy broads. broads. Lights out, everybody. Uh -huh. Uh -huh.